Hebrews chapter 12. Verse 25. See that ye refuse not him that speaketh. For if they escape not who refused him that spake on earth, much more shall not we escape if we turn away from him that speaketh from heaven. Whose voice then shook the earth, but now he hath promised, saying, Yet once more I shake not the earth only, but also heaven. And this word, yet once more, signifieth the removing of those things that are shaken as of things that are made, that those things which cannot be shaken may remain. Wherefore we receiving a kingdom which cannot be moved, let us have grace whereby we may serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear. For our God is a consuming fire. I want to preach to you for just a few minutes here tonight. And if God doesn't help me, it'll really be a few minutes less. But I want to preach to you tonight stirred but not shaken. Stirred but not shaken. A lot of times we come to places like this in a move of God like this and our emotions get stirred and we walk out and we return the next time the same way we were. But I'm telling you that we're living in a day and a time where there is going to be a separating and a shaking and it's going to take more than some emotional relationship, some emotional moving, but it's going to have to be something that changes everything in our lives. Lift your hands to the Lord and make yourself available to Him right now. In the name of Jesus. Ah, hallelujah. 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 You may be seated. God has appointed a great earth quake to bring this world to a close a final shaking of the earth and the heavens someday will end this fallen creation as we know it and bring the kingdom of God to consummation you see the issue tonight is this folks that live where earthquakes happen often it just becomes 
everyday stuff to them. Brother Stephen, they'll walk through the grocery store and feel a little movement. Oh, did you feel that? That's an earthquake. And they just go on doing what they're doing. Come on, are you with me right now? I'm telling you that things in our life and our walk with God become everyday stuff to us sometimes. They happen and it's just like, wow, did you feel that? Wasn't that great? And we go right on doing what we're doing. But I'm telling you that it's going to have to get more than just a stirring in our spirit there's going to have to be something that happens in us that shakes us to our very core that makes us to realize it's going to take more than just taking things for granted that happen every day in our life and we're going to have to be shaken to the place that we realize we've got to cons- be consumed with everything that God is trying to do to us and through us. Before that great shaking comes, God has also appointed that there be an increasing frequency and intensity of other earthquakes and calamities leading to the great end. And if I can liken it to something, it's like labor pains. The Bible said creation is groaning. It's like labor pains. When that mama gets that first twinge of labor pains it's not really a lot to be concerned about only to think in the direction toward delivery but in a few hours some longer than others but in a few hours those labor pains that were really just they were just a wake up call They were just to say what you've waited on all this time is about to become a reality. And the pain hits. And then it hits again. And then it becomes more frequent. And then it becomes more intense until it gets to the place that there's no stopping it. It's going to happen no matter what you try to do. It's going to be birthed. Listen to me right now. We are living in the generation that creation is groaning. The world is groaning. She's having birth pains. And one of these days, and it's not going to be very long, we're not going to be able to stop it. We're not going to be able to slow it down. I don't care. Listen to me. I know you got lost family. I know you got lost friends. But we can't wait until delivery time comes to do what needs to be done to get them saved. Hear me right now. 
much time. There's not many days left. Delivery time is on the horizon. Before the end of this age, God in His great mercy is offering to everyone who will believe a kingdom that cannot be shaken and will never end. When we worship God, when we give Him praise, We understand in this place tonight we have reverenced God because we fear Him. And if you don't fear God, then let me say to you, you have only been stirred but not shaken. If you don't fear God, I began to read as I was getting ready For this service tonight, I begin to read about Moses at Mount Sinai. And the Bible said that there were, as it were, uh, uh, gates. uh, Not real gates, but there was a boundary line at the foot of Sinai. And God said... You can't go any further than that. There was only one man that could go beyond that. God sent Israel back to doing what they did. And he said, Moses, I need you to come up a little higher. There's some things that I need to speak to you for you to come back and speak to my people. And Anybody, animal, human being that went beyond that boundary, they died. If they lost fear of God and a reverence for God, they died. Listen to me. I know that I know that the the, the, con, the concept of the world is the Lord wouldn't let anybody go to hell. The Lord wouldn't let anybody be lost. But you hear me when the world walks past the boundaries that God has laid down. Uh, It is destined for eternal damnation. I don't care who they are. I don't care how many times uh, they go to church. Uh, When you walk past the boundaries uh, of the word of God, uh, you are destined for the judgment of God. You cannot be stirred uh, in this generation and not be moved to fear and not be moved to awe and not be moved move to a reverence of God we must fear God with all of our being you need to understand something about God he gets the last word I said he gets the last word God has appointed a final shaking of the earth this world is going to end I begin to think about and I'm not a real history buff but I begin to think about some things we went through two world wars in a century and it didn't move people to God we went through a lot of things 
My most recent memory, of course, is 9-11. You couldn't find an empty church the day after 9-11 because something happened. People got stirred. Amen. But you see, it takes more than just being stirred. God in this hour is trying to make some people understand. Watch this now. You're going to have to make up your mind if you're going to set your feet on a foundation that can be moved or you're going to set your feet on a foundation that cannot be shaken, that cannot... Somebody help me. Watch me now. We cannot... It is impossible for us to keep one foot on a foundation that's firm and one foot on a foundation... That can be shaken because when the foundation uh, that can be shaken is moved, uh, it's going to give away. You're not going to fall in the church. Uh, You're going to fall out of the church. Uh, You're not going to fall into the will of God. You're going to fall out of the will of God. You're not going to fall into heaven. You're going to fall into hell. I wish somebody helped me preach just a minute. I told you I didn't know where this was going to go. But we're going to have to get beyond this emotionalism. We're going to have to understand it's going to take more than that. We've got to get both feet planted on the rock, which is Christ Jesus that cannot be moved. I wish somebody clap your hands to the Lord. Verse 26, God's voice then shook the earth. It refers to the shaking at Mount Sinai when he gave the law. But now he has promised. Look, look, uh, uh, Sister Debbie, give me Haggai chapter 2 and verse 6. Watch this. Watch, Watch this. This is where we are. For thus saith the Lord, yet once, it is a little while, and I will shake the heavens and the earth and the sea and the dry land. Say this with me. No second chance. I want you to know something. When that shaking starts, the church doors will swing wide open, but it won't do you any good to be in church. Oh, but God wouldn't do that. He wouldn't cut anybody out. Let me tell you something. He just kept building. Every day, he went to that building site. What's that crazy old man doing? He just kept pounding pegs. He just kept building an ark. A hundred years, he tried to tell them, it's going to rain, it's going to rain, it's going to rain, it's going to rain. And there was no sign of rain. There was no sign of God's judgment. After time, the Bible said... That Moses or that Noah finished his job and he and his family climbed up that ramp that they had built. Watch this now. Not any old way, but specifically how God had told them to build it. It had one door 
and it had one window. It was to the exact dimensions that God had given to the man of God. And on that day, they walked up that ramp. And Brother Stephen, I don't read anywhere where he put some kind of mechanism on that ark to where when they got inside, they could start pulling on a chain and would close the door. But the Bible says, God shut the door. God shut the door. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, hear me tonight when I tell you on that day of that final shaking, when judgment hits this world, the door is going to be shut. There won't be any more days of emotional stirring. There won't be any more days of God, I promise you. One day I'm going to live for you. One day I'm going to do what's right. Those days will be over. The door will be closed. And you will be lost. Yet once more. I will shake not only the earth, but also the heaven. And then comes the interpretation of this prophecy. Yet once more. It indicates the removal of what is shaken as of what has been made. In order that what cannot be shaken may remain. Now what you have here in the words of our pastor Gerber style. Is a biblical prophecy that there's coming a day in which there will be such a violent shaking in creation that the world as we know it will be removed. It will not be anymore. There will come a new heaven and a new earth on which righteousness dwells. Righteousness doesn't come from emotion. Righteousness comes from relationship. Let me tell you something. I know it seems as though the theme today has been about knowing God. But when I say that, it's not just about saying, Oh yeah, I know the Lord. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about knowing God to the place uh, that if heaven and earth is shaking, uh, your feet are planted uh, on a solid foundation, on a rock that cannot be moved. Make no mistake, what you think is solid today, what you think may be sturdy and stable today, if it is not based upon a righteous, right relationship with God and knowledge,
knowledge of him and your life is invested in his kingdom make no mistake there's coming a great shaking that will wipe all of that out there won't be anything left of it This world is going to come to a cataclysmic end. And someday, there will be a removal of the world as we know it. What cannot be shaken will remain. The kingdom of God and everyone who dwells in it. There's several places in the Bible where that's made clear, and I'll share them with you quickly. Isaiah 13 and 13. I will make the heavens tremble, and the earth will be shaken out of its place, and the wrath of the Lord of hosts in the day of his fierce anger. So there's coming a day, the day of the Lord, the day of the Lord, A fierce anger and retribution and justice upon the earth for its sin. And the earth will be shaken out of its place. Isaiah 24 and verse 18. The foundations of the earth tremble. The earth is utterly broken. The earth is rent asunder. The earth is violently shaking. The earth staggers like a drunken man. It sways like a hut. Its transgression lies heavy upon it and it falls and will not rise again. I'm telling you, confidence in this world is going to damn your soul to hell. Oh, now wait a minute, Bishop. You can't preach like that in the 21st century. Really? Would you rather I let you go to hell without warning you tonight? I'm telling you, watch your bros and watch your sisters up say to you about you isn't going to matter in that day. What your friends and your family say about you isn't going to matter in that day because you're not going to stand before God for them and they're not going to stand before God for you but you will stand before God on your own merits and what you built your life around and if you built your life around this world it's going to be shaken to its demise this world is not going to last listen this world is going to totter on its foundations and someday it's being shaken right now You hear me? You think all of this stuff that's going on in the world is just coincidence? 
you're sadly mistaken and deceived. Because I'm telling you that every day there's another shaking. It's just, it's not California folks call it the big one. They're looking for the big one. But it's not the big one yet. But it's those little ones that lull you to sleep. You don't think about what's going to happen when the big one hits. We find ourselves in our relationship with God. We find ourselves even without relationship with God. Feeling like some way there's going to be a space of time where I'll be able to get it all right and get it all down pat. But you hear me? This world is already tottering. It's already shaking. It's already moving. Hear me right now. I hear if I could in the spirit realm a cracking in its foundation and it's not going to be very long until it breaks and spins out of control but I'm going to tell you something I've made up my mind tonight when that happens I won't be standing on this world's foundation I'm going to be standing on the foundation which is Jesus Christ and no matter what happens to the world I will not fall I will not fall I will not fall listen to the revelator as he writes Revelation 6 and 12 I looked behold there was a great earthquake The sun became black as sackcloth. The full moon became like blood. The sky vanished like a scroll that's rolled up. Every mountain and island was removed from its place. Then the kings of the earth and great men and generals and the rich and the strong and everyone slave and free hid in the caves among the rocks of the mountains calling to the mountains and the rocks. Watch this. You're talking about a desperate moment. Those that had leaned upon and depended upon the foundations of this world. Those that thought all there needed to be to life was just doing what makes me happy, what satisfies me, what fills my desire. Those that had depended on all of that. Watch what's happening. They've crawled up in a cave and now they're praying because they heard it somewhere. I don't know where they heard it, Brother Stephen, but somewhere in their life they understood something was going on. That was really biblical. And they begin to pray, not pray, they begin to cry, fall on us, hide us from the face of him that sitteth on the throne and from the wrath of the Lamb. Oh, preacher, you know Jesus is a God of love. He's a God of mercy. Yes, he is. I said, yes, he is. But the day is coming when the lamb will transfer. He'll quit being the lamb. And he becomes the lion. You hear me right now? For the great day of his wrath is come. 
And who shall be able to stand? I want to tell you who's going to be able to stand. There's a little meeting going on. Questions are asked. Who are these? And the answer comes back. Let me tell you who these are. These are they. Who have been washed in the blood of the Lamb. If when the shaking happens, he cannot find a sign of his blood in your life, you're not going to make it, my friend. You will not be able to withstand the wrath of the lion, the wrath of an almighty God. I want you to lift your hands right now for just a minute. The Holy Ghost needs to move in here right now. Fall on us. Hide us. Who can stand before it? John said. John wrote it. Who could stand before the wrath of God? I'm going to tell you who it is. It's those that have begun, become more than stirred. They become shaken. They realize that outside of the foundation of Jesus Christ, there is no safety. The only place that you can withstand the shaking that's going to happen in this world is to be standing on the foundation stone, which is Jesus Christ. I'm going to speak something tonight. If you do not get past being stirred and allow God to shake everything out of your life that doesn't need to be there, hear me right now. I'm not anything in God's kingdom. I'm nothing in God's kingdom, but I'm telling you, I'm speaking in the Holy Ghost right now. On that day when that shaking happens, you're going to hear my voice. You're going to hear my voice on this Sunday night that tried to warn you there's a shaking that's coming in this world. And unless you get on the foundation, which is Jesus Christ, you're going to be lost. You're not going to make it. You won't survive. Sixteen and seventeen of Revelation. There's a great earthquake coming when all the unbelievers who have spurned the gospel, who have lived for worldly pleasures, who have ignored the will of God, will be crushed under His judgment. A loud voice came out of the temple from the throne saying, 
it is done. There were flashes of lightning, voices, peals of thunder, a great earthquake such had never been since men were on the earth. So great was that earthquake. The great city was split into three parts and the cities of the nations fell and God remembered great Babylon to make her drain the cup of fury of his wrath. It's coming and it won't be long. I'm going to leave you with this tonight. Before this end comes, God has appointed that this great shaking be preceded by smaller earthquakes and other calamities to give notice of something awesome. The way contractions and labor pains precede the birth of a child. And tell us that it's coming. Matthew 24 and 7. Watch it. The sign of his coming. When will we know that you're coming? For nation shall rise against nation. And kingdom Against kingdom, and there shall be famines and pestilences and earthquakes in diverse places. Verse 8 All these are the beginning of sorrows. Oh, you know what? You know what God pronounced on Eve? After she and Adam had forsaken their covenant, he said, you're going to bring forth children in sorrow. Hear me now. Don't be lulled to sleep because it's not happening in your backyard. Everything that I just read to you is happening right now in your world. Hear me right now. Everything that the Lord said would be the sign of his return is already there. But you see, some of us have seen those little tremors. We've got some sweet people that spend their Saturdays Feeding the homeless folk. And it's easy sometimes to get caught up in the emotion of that. And say, well, you know, that's all we need to do. And I'm not being critical of them. Please don't misunderstand me. But we come to church sometimes. And God moves in his spirit like he's moved in this place. And we say, well, you know what? That was pretty good. I'm in a pretty good place. And we get stirred. And then we walk out. And on Monday morning, 
we forgot everything that happened on Sunday night. And what happened was we were only stirred but not shaken. Because you see, when you're shaken, when you're shaken, things fall off that don't belong. When you're shaken, when you walk out on Monday morning, you're not the same person that walked into the church on Sunday night, but something happened in you that made the foundation under you just a little more solid than it was the day before. If you listen real close, I'm done, Sister Saint. Get ready. If you listen real close... You can hear the cry of a mother about to give birth. I want you to notice three things. There is an end coming. It is not yet. Before it comes, there will be wars, earthquakes, famines. And these calamities, the Bible said, before the end are called birth pangs. Calling earthquakes and wars and famines birth pangs is important for two reasons. First, it means that there will be an increasing frequency of these things as the end comes near and that the intensity of them will increase. Because that's the way it happens with labor pains before birth. Second, it means that what these earthquakes are leading up to is something wonderful like the birth of a child. The labor may be painful but it's full of hope. They're birth pangs of the kingdom. That's what the meaning of increasing frequency of calamities will be as the age draws to a close. I want you to get me Romans chapter 8 and verse 19. I want you to stand with me. And I'm going to read verses 19 through 22. And I want you to look at them with me. For the earnest expectation of the creature waiteth for the manifestation of the sons of God. For the creature was made subject to vanity, not willingly, but by reason of him who has subjected the same in hope. Because the creature itself also shall be delivered from the bondage of corruption into the glorious liberty of the children of God. For we know that the whole creation groaneth and travaileth in pain together until now. There's only one individual who is facing Futility in hope. 
and his name is Satan. Everybody else under the sound of my voice tonight, you have hope of a resurrection. You have hope of a new heaven and a new earth. But you've got to get more than stirred. Now, I'm, I'm, I know we prayed a lot and we've worshipped a lot, but I'm looking for somebody tonight that's willing to step out of your seat and walk down that aisle and lift your hands to the Lord and say, God, I want my feet firmly planted on that foundation which is Jesus Christ and when the earth shakes all around me, I don't want to be lost. I don't want to be lost. I don't want to be lost. Come on. If you don't want to be lost, I'd make my way down right now and ask the Lord to do something in my life. If you don't want to go to hell, I wouldn't sit there tonight like nothing is happening in this building. I'm telling you this night, is going to come back to you if you don't yield yourself to God right now. The day will come that you'll look back and say, I had a chance to get on that foundation and I didn't do it. It stirred me, but it didn't shake me. It didn't move me off of where I was to where I need to be. Come on, lift your hands to Him right now and ask Him to help you.